Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Barely Athletic Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Andrew Dobias, bringing you the Week 2 Injury Update. Man, I feel like it was just, uh, uh, really, this week has gone by super fast, so we're we're already a day away from football once again. Uh, Some some big news, some big injury updates here. Uh, Some injuries, some, some not, but definitely worth talking about. Uh, so I'm going to just start with the out category. Let's just jump right into it. First of all, probably the biggest news here, Josh Jacobs is out after being questionable last week. Uh, Josh Jacobs is going to miss this upcoming matchup against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, he's dealing with a toe and ankle injury. That means that Kenyon Drake will be the lead back for this team this week. I see him as a really good flex player for week two. I know that's a difficult matchup against the Steelers defense, but I think that Kenyon Drake is going to be involved in the passing game as well as the receiving game. Uh, he's going to be a good value for PPR half point PPR leagues. Next up is Odell Beckham Jr. for the Cleveland Browns wide receiver, of course. Uh, yeah, he's he's going to be out this week again, leaving Jarvis Landry as the wide receiver one. I would put Jarvis Landry as a flex play this week with wide receiver three upside. Other than that, I don't think there's any other fantasy-relevant players in the Cleveland receiving game. I know that there's David Njoku, who had a good week, and Anthony Schwartz is looking really good. He's questionable as well, but there are no fantasy-relevant receivers besides Jarvis Landry. Um, Yeah, the big concern is he was declared out four days ago, which is a big cause for concern. They didn't even contemplate starting him at uh, week two, so... Uh, to me, that that makes me believe that he is really not ready to play yet, uh, and I, I think his week three uh, availability is a big cause for concern. So I would not be surprised if he's going to be out for another week. Uh, wide receiver Will Fuller for the Miami Dolphins. Thankfully, this is the last uh, out player that's fantasy relevant this week, but uh, unfortunately, Fuller is out with personal issues this week. Uh, And what's really worrying is that head coach for the Miami Dolphins, Brian Flores, he refused to even say if he will return to the team in 2021. Now, I think that was him just kind of playing it safe because he I don't think he even knows the full situation, let alone any of us. Uh, We just know Will Fuller's not going to play this week. And uh, Brian Flores doesn't want to, you know, just create a a random uh, time where he expects Fuller to be back because we don't know. So uh, it it is a big concern for fantasy owners um, uh, because the status for this entire season is now up in the air. I I couldn't tell you what the personal issue is. Nothing really has been announced. Uh, So I can't, I really can't tell you if he's going to be back or not. Um, I would recommend holding on to him uh, because in my head, something really bad would have to happen for him to be out the entire year but i don't know i don't know i i think will fuller still has that upside if he does uh happen to play especially if he if he comes back during playoffs for fantasy football he should be a good value so if you're willing and if you're able to to save a bench spot for will fuller uh hopefully you know i think that would still be a good idea uh but because of his absence jalen waddle and Devonte parker are the main beneficiaries both Jalen Waddle and Devontae Parker I have as flex options with Jalen Waddle uh, obviously having higher upside. Uh, so yeah, those are great flex options until proven otherwise. 
Moving on to the questionable cat- category, the most hated one here. Um, yeah, it's uh, we'll start out with a wide receiver, Marquise Brown, for the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, he did have a limited practice on Friday, and he has a good chance of playing Sunday night against the Chiefs. He has a little bit of extra time to heal, but because the game is Sunday night, you need to have a backup plan in case Brown is declared out. And honestly, there's not many good uh, players that that play uh, Sunday or Monday night. There's there's no other good fantasy options for you to pick up in case Marquise Brown is out. Um, I would not recommend starting Marquise Brown anyway uh, until we see some consistency from this Ravens passing offense. And there's no other Ravens receivers that I'm comfortable starting in fantasy. Moving on to a combo here we have Michael Pittman and Paris Campbell the two wide receivers for the Indianapolis Colts so both Pittman and Campbell were added to the injury report on Friday which is never a good sign even if these players are both healthy I would still not recommend starting them until proven otherwise I don't I really don't like the Colts passing game right now uh, because it's really the two running backs that are getting the most targets and receptions um but if Pittman and Campbell are out, I think Zach Pascal, 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 I've heard it pronounced both ways. I've, I've said it both ways. Uh, I think he is a, a bit of a riskier flex this week uh, as he is going to be the clear and obvious wide receiver one for this team if both Pittman and Campbell are hurt. Moving on to another combo here. We got Keelan Cole and Jamison Crowder for the New York Jets. It's another wide receiver duo uh, with basically the same fantasy advice. Both are questionable. Uh, and both you shouldn't have in your starting lineup. Anyways, the only Jets player that I trust is Corey Davis. So, and yeah, he'll benefit from this big time. Next up is Janu Smith, the last player in the questionable category. Uh, he was added to the injury report on Thursday, which is a little concerning, but actually it looks like he is expected to suit up this Sunday unless there are any setbacks that do occur. He has a really great matchup this week. He's going to be a solid start. If Jonu Smith does happen to miss this game, luckily it's a early game, so you should know uh, 90 minutes before kickoff, Hunter Henry will take his place, and I think he's going to be a lower tight end one. So uh, either way, if Smith is playing, start Smith. If he is out, start Henry. I think both of them, or one of them is going to have a really good week, and it's whoever the starter is going to be. So. Uh, yeah, really, really excited for Smith if he does play because uh, it's the New York Jets who they're <laughs> playing up against. So uh, moving on to the final category, the probable slash will play category. We got another combo here. We have DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams, the two running backs for the Detroit Lions. Another duo on this list, uh, the final duo as well. Uh, Both players were limited in practice on Friday, but the Lions running back coach has stated that there is no concern on the availability for either of these two players. They also have an extra day to rest, and that's going to help them as well. I don't think there's really any concern here for Swift and Jamal Williams. I have DeAndre Swift as a running back two, and I have Jamal Williams as a very high-end flex this week against the Green Bay Packers Monday night. Next up, Trey Sermon for the San Francisco 49ers running back. He was a healthy and active last week, uh, and it seems like he will get his chance for week two. The 49ers offensive coordinator stated that Trey Sermon will be active, and he has had an impressive week in practice. He's been extra aggressive, they say, 
Uh, Trey Sermon will be involved in this offense. I do not recommend starting him. Elijah Mitchell seems to be the running back as of right now, but because of the running back rotation that the 49ers like to do, I'm not starting any 49ers running back until one ascends above the rest. I'm really liking that word ascends. Uh, I've been saying it a lot recently in the podcast, so (laughs) don't know why. But uh, moving on to another player that has been a healthy inactive, Zach Moss for the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Even though Sean McDermott, the head coach, said that he was inactive last week due to health concerns, I don't know now. You know, it made me a little confused because he was a healthy inactive, and then they stated he didn't play because of health concerns. Uh, so it's a, l- a little bit confusing there, but it, it seems like Moss will play this Sunday. Uh, but his involvement is another big question, and I do not recommend starting any Buffalo running backs this week against Miami. Moving on to Brandon Ayuk for the San Francisco 49ers. Brandon Ayuk, he got in some full practices in the second half this week, starting on Wednesday. Uh, and he is expected to play this Sunday, which is good. Uh, but because of his injury uh, during preseason, he has fallen in the depth chart. We saw that in week one where Brandon Ayuk put up a, a big old goose egg. Uh, and he's going to need to work his way back up now that he's healthy. So Ayuk, to me, is the perfect example of bench until proven otherwise. And hopefully he can prove that this week. I know that there are still a lot of people out there that want to start him. Uh, and I guess I'm not going to blame you if you start him because he does have that upside, but this is what he, he's one of those players this week this is a matchup that I'm okay with being wrong on. I'd rather have Ayuk sit on the bench and then him go off and, and, you know, score 20 fantasy points over starting Ayuk and him putting up another goose egg. That's just super frustrating to me. I don't want to deal with that. Uh, nobody really does. So. So I would recommend benching Ayuk for this week. Hopefully, um, he can pick up where he left off last season. Gabriel Davis for the Buffalo Bills wide receiver. He was limited in practice all week, but he is expected to play this Sunday against the Miami Dolphins. I'm not too worried about his health. What I am more worried about is his opportunity. There are a lot of players to throw to in Buffalo. You got Stephon Diggs, Cole Beasley, Emmanuel Sanders, and then Gabe Davis. Uh, So there are a lot of mouths to feed, uh, and it just kind of, puts a cap on Gabriel Davis's ceiling. Uh, so I, I see Gabe Davis as a lower end flex option uh, for fantasy. It, you know, we saw last week, like he had that one touchdown, which paid off. But what concerns me is like, he's not guaranteed targets every game. So that, that's why he's a, a low end flex. Uh, unless something happens to any of the other wide receivers that I mentioned, he's going to stay at that low end flex until, Uh, We see something different. Final player on this list, Darnell Mooney, the wide receiver two, I guess, for the Chicago Bears. He's been dealing with a back injury uh, for a couple weeks now. He did practice in full this entire week. He did play 100% of the snaps last Sunday, which he was uh, questionable for. So he should be good to go this week. But it's a very similar situation to Gabe Davis in terms of his ceiling is kind of capped. And I think that's due to Andy Dalton. Uh, it's one week, and it's very easy to overreact, but I, I really believe that Justin Fields, once he takes over, Mooney is is going to be amazing. I think he's going to be a flex player every week uh, and and a confident one at that. You can put him in there, and, and he'll, he'll pay you back in, in some good fantasy points. But as of right now, with Andy Dalton still in there, uh, 
I see him as a Mooney as a low end flex every week as well, just like Gabe Davis. So hopefully they can play Justin Fields soon. Hopefully that works out. Uh, but as of right now, low end flex. So that is all I got. Thank you so much for listening. Hopefully you have a great week too, and we'll see you next time.